1: Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats.
2: And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: This edition of the show is brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. We'll tell you a little bit more about them and an event we're having with them in just a bit. We're going to be talking bowl projections, UK basketball recruiting, and a potential breakout star for UK football. But let's start with some bowl projections because we are winding down um, with football camp. Let's see. Let me find this tweet. UK football said today is the last week of camp. Next week they start, you know, regular practice. Practice 14 is what they just tweeted out today. So it's getting closer to the real season. And our buddy Ben Roberts at the Lexington Herald Leader did a composite of bowl projections or lack thereof. For UK football this season, I'll just kind of roll through some of them. Um, he started with what has become many people call the Bible of preseason college football, Phil Steele. I think many people might be aware of this because it garnered some headlines when it was initially um, projected in Phil Steele's book. He doesn't think UK is going to make a bowl. He didn't season.
2: last year either, and they won ten games. So I, take you know, take that for what it's worth.
1: It is just crazy because, you know, and, and Ben does a really good job of kind of laying out some of the reasonings if they're there for these different projections. And there are so many different projections. But the weird part was that Still basically admitted that Kentucky, if they win their non conference games, which are all at home against bad teams
2: or not bad teams, either lesser, less, you know, non power conference teams or a Louisville team coming off. A two win season. That's yeah. four wins. That ought to be four wins right out of the gate. And they play their cross divisional game is against two and ten Arkansas at home. That if that's not five wins, then you are really in trouble. So surely there's another win in there somewhere. Well, that's the
1: weird part is he projects them to be sixth or yes, yeah, six in the east. So they would in theory be ahead of Vanderbilt, so they would Beat have Vanderbilt.
2: Beaten Vanderbilt, you
1: and then you just laid out the argument for so that's six wins, which and they're not they're going to win more than one SEC. Game. So it's just kind of wild to 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 see that. But I I guess he has his reasons. Things and I, you know, you you kind of grasp for reasons why projections get made. And I you know you hate to fall back because it just seems it seems almost conspiratorial. Did I use that word right? No. <laughs> that conspiratorial. That. It's the fact that old UK football is like seeping into his mind somehow.
2: Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I, which is weird though, because he, I think Phil Steele typically tries to be almost like the kin palm of, you know, football to keep it very data mm-hmm. driven. Um, and I guess in that way, it, maybe it is data driven that like the math would say that last year was a, an yeah. anomaly. Uh, and they'll fall back to to Earth. Uh, I do think. Look, they're gonna come back down from ten wins, um, but I and and there's a lot we don't know. I, I especially can they defend anyone in the secondary? I mean, if they're if they're highly susceptible, if they just get torched in the secondary, and there's no replacement for Josh Allen, if there's not a guy who comes along who can be a at least a a really good pass rusher, if not. Nobody's going to be Josh Allen, but if you don't have a great pass rusher and then your secondary stinks, yeah, you could you could get burned. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the schedule is just so soft, and they have recruited well enough, and they have some bona fide stars that are back, to me that it would be really surprising. and And this is progress, too. It would be really surprising to me if they don't at least win six games. There's a lot of years I would have said it wouldn't shock me at all if they don't win 6 games, but it would really surprise me if they don't at least win 6.
1: And that's going to kind of this is segues us into the next prediction. Athlon has them going 6 and 6, 2 and 6 in conference and going to the Music City Bowl against Miami, which would be interesting in part because they would be facing up against Jared Williams. <laughs> he, he was recently named the starting quarterback even though there was much thought that he would be the backup to What's your, what's your favorite quarterback's name? Tate. Oh, Tate Martell. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he transferred from
2: Ohio the State. The transfer wagon. <laughs> Gunner Hoke. So, Justin Fields leaves Georgia and goes to Ohio State. Tate Martell then turns and leaves Ohio State and goes to Miami, which almost made Jaron Williams leave Miami and go to Kentucky. And Gunner Hoke left Kentucky and went to Ohio State. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is a really crazy uh that merry-go-round been, that would have been wild if that actually happened like i mean somebody would have had to animate an actual merry-go-round <laughs> you <They're like, "Boo-doo-doo-doo-doo." laughs>
1: know <laughs> but but that didn't happen but that would be a that would be an interesting storyline and you know these things are in theory unlikely because they're they're so ch- tough to project out but that would, that would be fun to kind of
2: i'd see. love to see athlons or anybody's preseason bowl matchup Hit rate. <laughs> it's gotta be in the single well, digits I mean, if even, it's even it may be zero 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 unless it's like I mean, I'm sure every year somebody picks the national championship game because for what, five straight years it's Alabama there. Clemson, uh pretty much. So but I would think some of these second tier bowls are not even in the neighborhood, when it's all said and
3: done,
1: yeah, and you you throw in the 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 fact that even late in the game, bowl predictors are still wrong. You're right. Also, quick aside, and this is like a PSA. <laughs> There's a, I don't know, I think we've talked about it on here. There's an account out there that is supposedly trying to be a parody account that College thinks football it, quotes and it and the quotes is in quotes, and it like it has a quote and then attributes to a reputable writer. But the quote's completely fabricated, and most recently it was, a, I think, a, a Buckeyes beat writer from the Columbus Dispatch, and the the quote, they do it in like this graphic that looks like ESPN does theirs, and it was that Gunnar Hoke has been named the starter, and it was weird because normally they tow on the lines of things that are ridiculous. Yeah, this like, was just, yeah. Maybe and this think is, that is ridiculous, but... Well, that's what, I saw some of the replies, because that that's how they try to, oh, we're having fun, but... When there is like a real quarterback battle and everything coming
2: out from Ohio State and even I think we talked about this. All the coaches have kept it yeah, whether it's fake or not, they've kept saying it's Hoke and, and Justin Fields, no separation. Yeah, so it's really weird
1: that it like came out when it's supposed to be something parody that can be construed. I if you see and that, everyone,
2: even people that I think are smart. Reacted. Yeah, that's to that what I was getting news. at. Like it if, was all over the place yesterday.
1: That's what I was getting at. If you saw that and then were like a little confused, like "Holy crap, Gunner Hoke is going to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State this season." No, maybe,
2: <laughs> no. but he's not yeah, right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly.
1: It has not been determined. Uh, let's take a quick break and then come back and talk more about these bowl projections and then get into a potential breakout star for UK football. Um, but first, let's tell you about Grassroots Pharmacy, which is a locally owned and operated pharmacy, and Kyle, I'll let, I'll just throw it to you. We have a event coming up with them on Saturday,
2: the 24th, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's uh, me, Curtis, J. Kyle Mann, who you might know from... Uh, The Dime Drop, if you uh, follow that account or that uh, YouTube channel, he's also a very smart basketball breakdown guy, does a lot of cool video stuff for The Ringer, Uh, super talented dude, and a friend of the podcast, and so we'll have him on, we'll talk a lot of basketball, we'll talk football too, with football being a week away at that point. And uh, and just show a little love to one of our favorite sponsors. Grassroots has been uh, <laughs> near and dear to me because every, a lot of people know my wife's been through a, a gazillion health issues. I'm there at, at least once a week. It seems like um, they're an incredible local pharmacy. They have a lot of all-natural products in addition to your uh, various prescriptions. Uh, they carry CBD oil, which you can't get everywhere in brick-and-mortar stores here in Lexington. Uh, one in particular... Uh, Wild Health, uh, you can give them my promo code, KYLE10, and get 10% off. They'll honor it in the store. Also, you can get that at WildHealth, uh, cbd.com and use promo code KYLE10. Uh, but the, uh, the pharmacy is awesome. Uh, Lindsey and Shelly, their husband and wife, um, great folks, awesome team there. They have a, a lot of uh, good folks who are working with them. They have a smoothie bar where you can make your own or they'll help you make one. I'm too stupid to make my own. So I just go in and have them uh, make me delicious concoctions. Um, they carry a lot of local goods as well. You know, Kentucky branded type um, uh, local uh, clothes and gear and yeah. uh, gifts. They have a lot of different kind of localized gifts. So it's just a cool place to be. I like hanging out in there. Yeah. Got a couple places to sit down and relax. So it's over between the, uh, in the area between the Best Buy and the Regal Movie Theater in Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll find it over there. It's right next door to the, the nail salon that's over there as well in that shopping center you can in get, m-
1: get more information at grassrootspharmacy.com. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give them a call at 859-263-1382 or check out grassrootspharmacy.com.
3: You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Back to the bowl projections. Um, Street and Smith has Kentucky finishing sixth in the SEC East, and they are going to have them playing North Carolina in the Music City Bowl. I forgot to note um, in the Athlon one, it was Miami was also in the Music City Bowl. Lots of Music City Bowl projections for U.K., um, North Carolina State Music City Bowl would not be super sexy, but in, in sixth in the SEC would prob in the SEC East would probably mean you're at two and six, so that wouldn't be a great season. But it is back to another bowl game
2: that's beating Vandy and Arkansas. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> Lindy's has a little bit more um, love for Kentucky. They got them fifth in the East, um, but they didn't have a bowl projection because they only do the New Year's Day bowls. Uh, CBS Sports Jerry Palm has UK in the Belk Bowl against Syracuse, and in my mind, if I was like a betting guy, I would probably project UK in the Belk Bowl this season because they hadn't been there, and it's one where there's it seems to be like a wide range That's of a, wins you know, that can get seven, you into eight, a Belk Bowl. Seven yeah. eight
2: probably gets you into the Belk Bowl. Seven eight nine. Um, yeah, because depending on how if a bunch of there's a bunch of really good teams at the top, you could end up in the uh, you know, being a nine-win team and being in the belt bowl, or you could slip in with seven or eight. So, yeah. I, I think that's probably it, as foolhardy as preseason bowl predictions are. I think that's probably a really safe place to project them. Everybody loves to put them in the Music City Bowl because mm-hmm. that's kind of the bottom of the barrel for the league, and what they've been there three times. Sounds right. So,
1: yeah, I think that's right. Eastern Carolina. Clemson and Florida State, I think, were the three opponents, if I'm remembering correctly. And there might have been one more that I'm forgetting. Sporting News has them playing Virginia in the Music City Bowl, and 247 Sports has them playing Virginia Tech in the Music City Bowl. I want that <laughs> one
2: to happen kind of just because it'll be the Kyle Tucker the Kyle bowl. Tucker Music City Bowl. <laughs> that would be crazy, too, because it would combine the two beats that I've covered and also the city <laughs> that I'm basically from. That's what I mean. Uh, the you very would- first like bowl game I ever covered was the Music City Bowl way back when I've told that story that so that's my that's my Jared Lorenzen story like I I was working at a local newspaper um and while I was still going to college and you know they would let me go cover like home titans games and it was really cool they gave me some great experience because a small Clarksville Tennessee paper and they sent me up to just find a feature story to write at the off this music city bowl it was the Kentucky Syracuse I think does that sound right uh You know, in the, like, 1999, 2000, I don't know. But uh, Jared Lorenzen, I'm, like, watching warm-ups. I didn't know anything about, you know, the Kentucky roster. I was just literally coming to cover the game. Um, And Jared Lorenzen's, like, warming up out there. And I'm, like, nudge the guy next to me. I'm, like, they're working on, Kentucky's working on a trick play where they let an offensive lineman throw a pass. (laughs) And he's, like, no, dude, that's their, like, backup quarterback, and he's going to be, like, a star, and I, so I go to their get their like media guide out and go to their bio and it's like Jared Lorenzen threw for four thousand yards and ran for a thousand his senior year in high school and I was like holy crap that's a real quarterback and so that was the Music City Bowl is where I became aware of Jared Lorenzen. The Orlando Sentinel
1: projects UK in the Belk Bowl playing NC State and then finally this would be of all these projections I think this is the most interesting one and would garner the most attention collegefootballnews.com has UK in the Belk Bowl again, but they'd be playing against Notre Dame.
2: Oh, that would get people excited. Yeah. See, that's the thing that's cool about bowl season. There's a lot that's not cool about bowl season. But when you get, um, you know, when teams get a shot at sort of, even if it's not a name bowl game, but they get a shot at sort of a name name brand. In mm-hmm. um, last year they kind of got both. You know, they get a New Year's Day yep. bowl game and they get a Penn State matchup, and that was that was big for them because what was it? Was it Georgia Tech and Northwestern in their first two yeah. bowl games under Stoops? Like, yeah. yeah, you know that doesn't really move the needle. Um, but last year, that moved the needle. Notre Dame, if you could, if you if you have like a, let's say Kentucky goes eight and four and mm-hmm. goes to the Belk Bowl and gets a shot at Notre Dame. And maybe you know beats Notre Dame. Now that's a come down a little bit. Or even if they're seven and five going into that and, and win that game, you come down sort of significantly from your ten win season. But you still walk away going like that was a great football season. Yep. A lot of reason to hope going into next season because remember Terry Wilson was just a sophomore last year. Uh, you got your quarterback. You know you conceivably could have Lynn Bowden back because he's yeah not this prototypical. Size-wise, wide receiver, he may not be the kind of guy who can just go to the NFL. Um, AJ Rose, in theory, could be. I mean, you could have all these guys back, and then all this, all these young defensive players back. So, this will be a, a. This is a very important year for them to just hold, kind of hold the line, is how I view yeah. it for them. Like, don't fall back too far. Win a couple games that get people excited, and and you know can. Convince some people to come back like they did two years ago. Yep, convince some guys who could go to the NFL is you know fifth and sixth rounders to come back for one more ride, and then you go jump back up and have your big exciting year again.
1: Yep, that that'd be a really good path. Uh, let's switch to the the upcoming roster because our buddy John Hale at the Courier Journal has a nice little feature on Bryce Oliver, who we've been talking about a while, is one of the guys that could step up into the role. And basically, I really just want to read this quote from his teammate, um, Jordan Wright, who actually played with him in, in high school. And when he was talking about Oliver, here's what Wright said. He's a freak machine. If you want him to go up top, he's going to go up top. If you want him to run, he's gonna he's got the speed. He'll run you over. He's got moves. BBN is going to see a lot of good things out of him. I, you know that when you, you want like when you're looking at football, obviously you want production, but if you have the talent, then you're like, okay, maybe this guy could step up, and this, a teammate saying nice things about you. But I think that they're all there, and what we saw in the spring game and what you hear around the program right now, I think Bryce Oliver is one of those leading candidates because a lot of people are kind of questioning the wide receiver core, and rightly so, so because there hasn't been a ton of production from it. But I would look for him to be
2: maybe a standout. Coincidentally, Freak Machine is the working title of my autobiography. <laughs> Wait, are you going to have to not step my, down? You're, you're my, right. Are, you right? Right. are you right? Yeah, I'm going to have. Resi- book? I'm going to have to resign all my posts, all my <laughs> other media posts, so I can write my book, Freak Machine. Oh goodness! So the Mitch McConnell story. <laughs> Compete. I'm I'm competing with Matt. All right. Book. T- um, well, no, but I, I do. <laughs> on a serious note, I, I, I what I saw from Bryce Oliver in the spring game, and you have to be really cautious about spring game yeah. st- stars. Uh, but the way they've continued to talk about him in this camp, uh, I think there's a lot to be encouraged by there. And uh, the bat, like the the fact that they were these awesome basketball players. All three of those guys that played together in high school, they won back to back state championships. John Hale has in, in his story about that. That's intriguing to me too, because I think, especially in his position, having a guy who's really athletic and can go up, he made that insane catch in the spring game. If you go back and watch it, or you can probably find it. I'm I'm sure Scott Charlton or one of the people who posts, was it KY clips? I forgot what one of the Twitter accounts that posts all the videos. Um, I went and saw that the other day, and like he's twisting the wrong direction in in midair, snags it, lands. That's a high degree of difficulty catch that they mm-hmm. didn't have a bunch of dudes making last year and uh, they could certainly use. Let's take a quick break
1: and come back and talk about a, a recruit that we mentioned earlier, but now we got a little bit more
0: information about. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
3: This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day.
1: J.J. Trainer is going to make an unofficial visit to UK for Big Blue Madness. We've mentioned him before. He is the 6'8 forward from Bardstown. Currently, he has offers from Cincy, Western Kentucky, Murray State, Evansville, Akron, Ball State, and Northern Kentucky. He's also got an unofficial visit to Louisville on August 26th, and reading Evan Daniels, who we we talked to on, on well, it was on the Leach Report, but it was posted to this podcast about trainer. And he was a guy that really blew up this summer, obviously a local kid from Bardstown, Kentucky. And Ed Evans in that piece said that Trainer will be rated as a four-star when the 2020 247 um, rankings are updated later this week. So a guy who's really risen his stock and is now getting interest from the two big local programs in Louisville and Kentucky. It's, I mean, it, it, we say this all the time, but like a prototypical Calipari player, six foot eight forward is somebody that he seems like he's really getting a ton of those dudes.
2: Yeah. And you know, it'll be interesting to see if you can, you know, if you're Kentucky, can you jump in late and overcome us some other kind of close by schools that have really been on Cincinnati is one. He's already unofficially visited and he's scheduled a, an official visit to Cincinnati. had a lot of things, nice things to say about them. Um, under Brandon, you know, then they're under a new head coach yeah, and pronoun and going to UCLA. And
1: and Brandon it, was at NKU, and so the, I don't know the full. He may score. have been one of the very first people yeah.
2: to, to to get interested yeah. in him. So there's probably a deep relationship there. Um obviously the Kentucky brand and, and the Louisville brand are both bigger brands. Um but neither I don't I don't th- have either of them offered yet? No, uh, I don't think they've been reported. You know, Kentucky is going to have him in for an unofficial visit. A lot of times, Calipari likes to see it, and and Kenny and those guys they want to see him in person um, before they make sure they're really six eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Six foot five, six eight guy. Um, but they want to see him in person, and I I think some of it is just the way they like to do business. Like they like to they like to extend those offers in person. Yeah. it's I think it sometimes causes some frustration because there are guys that take a while to get on campus, and you may lose them before you ever get them here. Um, they have in general, I feel like they've put out offers a little earlier and a little more liberally in this class, partially because they're going to need probably a huge class. So this is a perfect kind of year for Kentucky to offer and go get a kid like this in the state. Um, and it'd be interesting if they get a second in-state kid in a row with Dante Allen after going, what, they got none after Derek Willis and Dominic Hawkins? Yeah. Those were the last two they, they...
1: And I mean, you can split hairs, you know, Brad Calipari played high school, no, area, but you no. know what I yeah.
2: Scholarship guys. And so, you know, that feels more recent because they played four years. Their senior yeah. year wasn't that long ago, but they signed with Kentucky in the, I believe in the crazy, was yeah, it the twenty fifteen? right? Was it 14? I think it was 14 in that big class that it was like an eight man signing class. Cause they signed, I think six McDonald's all Americans and those two guys, I think it was an eight man class. So I mean that was five years ago. They you know they went almost five years without signing an in-state player. So um, I don't know that there's like a concerted effort like we've got to go get in-state guys now. I don't think that this coaching staff will be moved by the fan bases outcry for that when we had Joel Justice on. Yeah, he like like got on. He gave me the side eye. It was (laughs) like it was essentially his reaction to you was if they're good enough to play at Kentucky, they get to. They get a scholarship offer. If they're not, they won't. We're not going to just go throw out offers. And I get that. I, I don't think they should. Um, but they should look for guys that could play here. Yeah. And especially when you're trying to find guys who will stay, you know, developmental players who will play for three or four years. Go find some of those guys in the state. In that Like, out-of-state guys, when, when they're not playing, don't have a real reason to stay. In-state guys do. I mean, Derek Willis... Absolutely thought about transferring.
1: Oh, yeah. But he's an in
2: state guy, and it's, you know, there's a pull to stay even when you're frustrated to say, I'll keep working and I'll make my way here. Well, you know, and Dominique Hawkins, I don't think ever thought about leaving. He was like, one of the funniest quotes ever. I was interviewing him, like, what if you only get 10 minutes a game next year? I think it was going into that 2015 season. He was like, 10 minutes? (laughs) I'd love to get five minutes. (laughs) It was like, he was amazing. I miss Dominique Coggins. But he um, he was another guy. Like He was desperate to get the offer, finally did get the late offer from Kentucky. And even when he was barely playing, he was happy because he was wearing the Kentucky jersey. Yeah. And he stayed four years. And and what would they have been without him in his senior year? He, he, he and Derek Willis both were critical well, pieces of that team and a team that was well, good even, enough to go to the Final Four. Even to at, win it all, I mean,
1: even early on the Michigan game when he came in and had that brief defense. Yeah. well, yeah,
2: as a freshman, yeah,
1: I mean, so like that's the, that's what we're saying. Like this, you need pieces, glue
2: like, guys, you know, and role players.
1: And that, the other thing I think that they could in theory sell Trainer on is like the extreme escalation of a guy who went from kind of unknown. Now he's four star.
2: Now, what could he be in a exactly. year? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And you could can, can sell, I mean, different phases. The Tyler Hero situation, even though Shay. Tyler... Yeah, exactly. Those two guys specifically come to mind. It's so like, if you're a rising guy, we can continue that into the stratosphere and into the NBA. Um, I think we noted when we originally talked about him, he's son of a former McDonald's All-American and Louisville player, Jason Osborne. So that would be the, the tie to Louisville that they would also have to overcome. But sometimes, I mean... You know those things can kind of work out, and I think—am I remembering right? Did Osborne play with Kenny Payne? or Am I making that up? Oh, the timing
2: would be about right. So. Yeah.
1: Well, so he's aware of Kenny Payne, so and you—you know—that's a yeah. that would help
2: <laughs> you know, right.
1: maybe overcome that, unless they hated each other, which I don't know.
2: Who knows? Yeah.
1: I mean, I Let's hate just you. Speculate. <laughs> I hate you, and we work together every day. So <laughs> I'd let my
2: kid go play for you
1: someday, Curtis exactly all right uh, i think okay. that's gonna do it for this edition of the show thanks again to grassroots pharmacy check out grassrootspharmacy.com and come and see us on saturday the 24th at noon we'll be there myself kyle i kyle's gonna buy a smoothie for somebody i've decided right okay
2: <laughs> and then curtis and i are gonna have a contest to see who can say the word twillery <laughs> 10 times in a row without messing it up all can you do it, Curtis? Uh, probably, but I don't think <laughs> many people want to hear that. <laughs> we'll do that
1: off air. All right. Uh, follow us on social media, please. We are at LockedOnUK on both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Kyle at... KyleTucker underscore A-T-H. Read his work on The Athletic. I am at Curtis Birch. B-U-R-C-H. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with somebody else who would enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you soon.
3: You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.
2: Test your mic real quick. Testing, testing, one, two.
3: The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait.